Slice Audio. On this episode of Bounce from the Roadhouse, of course, we're going to talk about ghosts. Who believes in them? Who doesn't? Ouija boards? Do they work? We're going to put it to the test. Also talk about this huge Powerball. And we have a special guest on the show, Rowan Grace, plus a whole lot more. Don't forget to follow us, leave us a review and some stars, and follow us on Facebook as well, The Roadhouse with Amy and Brandon, and find our shenanigans on TikTok as well, The Roadhouse Show. Bounce from the Roadhouse! So Brandon came in with a new permanent in his hair. Permanent, yeah. <laughs> he kind of, It's like a poodle. It's like a real tight curl this time. Yeah, it is. Is that the size you always go with? I, you know, I'll be 100% honest. I am the canvas. She is the artist. Okay. Tiani Taylor. She is w- the artist. Where do you go to get that done? I go check out my friend Tiani. Huh? She, mm-hmm. I've always wanted to try to get a perm with like big curls. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Normal people, or normally people get like the tight little curls. I would like to get like a big curler type perm. I'm, I'm wondering if they do something like that. Give you like extra volume. Yeah, so yeah. I don't have to wand my hair every day. I got a perm when I was in sixth grade. I'll never go back. <laughs> I had like the, the mullet perm when I was a kid. I look like Bozo the Clown. Because <laughs> we also decided to dye my hair and it turned red. Wow. Never ah. again. So no. do you, like, you were there for hours, right? You went well, and got your beard done. Hours. And then I you're... don't know about that. But I went to the barber, you know, and uh, Sixth Throne. I go there and and get the barbershop done. It trimmed me up, made me look all fly. And then I went over and see my girlfriend that I went to high school with, Tiani. And, uh, That's you a know, beautiful name. She, yeah. yeah, it is. And she's a beautiful person. She works at the Pampered Peacock. And, uh, <laughs> and like when, you, you know what they do? I did not know this the other day. I walked in there because she just does my hair, right? But they actually have, like, massage stuff in there and everything. It's like a full-on place. Like, a guy could spend a whole day up in there getting the nails did, getting the toenails did, pampered. And that's what I'm talking about. But anyway, yeah, we sat there and just chatted. You know about all things. Go ahead. What do you talk about at the barbershop? Because you've seen movies, you know, and they gossip and stuff. What do you guys talk about in there? It's the first rule about barbershop. Oh, you can't talk about You don't about talk it. about barbershop. Okay. Well, here's my second question. Okay. <laughs> You're at the barbershop. You learn, you know, new gossip. Do you take it over to the salon where you go and, like, spread spread the gossip a little bit? As a man? No, I don't. Um, it, You know. But, but as woman a woman, if a woman was to do something <laughs> oh, similar, oh, Here for we sure. Go. You know what I heard over at the barbershop? I heard. And then it's going to be, like, something that's not even real. You know what I mean? Like you said, somebody lost their dog or something like that, and you get over to the salon and be like, you know what I heard? Becky and Jen are breaking up. And it's like, what? Well, you know what I heard? I heard from Karen, Uh my friend Karen, her sister Nancy, told her friend Carla that my name came up in conversation at one of these places. You are correct. It did. It did for like a split second. And... uh, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, actually, Tony asked me. She's like, "Is Amy? Is Amy really as fun as she seems?" Yes, from the outside, and I'm like, "No, she's a total, beep, you know." But it's fine. We put up with it. No, I said she is exactly what she seems. It's funny because we're ta- we had this on the schedule to talk about, and Brandon and I got in a fight this morning. Like, yeah. they did. we get in these brother sister fights all the time. Hold on, let's clear the air. I was not arguing. You <laughs> thought I was mad about oh. something that I wasn't mad about. Summer I don't too, care. man. Summer, you were on the outside looking, and what did you see? I mean, it's very sibling like. 
Yeah. Very sibling-like. Yeah. So and I, Like, I wasn't even mad, and she was all mad about something. Whatever. Oh, you were mad because you brought up that you were mad. No, I didn't. In a passive-aggressive manner. It's fine. Talk wow. about whatever you want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but Nobody's the, feelings are hurt here Just today. to take, you know, this away from us, Brandon, what's it like working with Summer? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. She's something else. <laughs> well, there's a lot to take in, isn't there? I can't wait till we get in a three-way fight. Oh, fun. <laughs> Wait a minute, what? I'm sorry, come on again? Like when we're all three fighting about something, and we oh, it's yeah. like going in a big circle. Jeez, something I've always wanted to do, getting in an argument with two other women. <laughs> oh, God. I cannot wait till that day happens. Yeah. Let me guess who's going to be victorious on the end of that one. Come on, gentlemen. <laughs> Dear Lord, I need to get out of here. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, in an argument between a man and a woman, who usually wins? The woman. Why? Because that's we're always we're... right. So imagine being me in between two girls and there's an argument breaking out and I'm like. What? Your gonna... mic's not on? Oh, too bad. Brandon, you just installed a new toilet in your house. I sure did. Yeah? Yeah. Was it expensive or was it okay? Um, It wasn't that bad. It was on sale at Lowe's. Was it like $1.7 million? Negative, Ghost Rider. Well, sit down and strap on, you guys. You're about to be blown away by this. Uh, on the toilet? Do I strap down? or wait, oh. <laughs> In San Francisco, they're planning to spend up to $1.7 million to design and build one single toilet in one neighborhood plaza. It'll Ooh. occupy 150 square feet, and it'll take three years to complete one toilet. One toilet. And if you've ever been to San Francisco, you know they need more than one toilet. So I'm confused. What does it do? This is the poop capital of the world we're talking about here. And they're installing one toilet. Do you think they have a dress code to get into that expensive toilet? (laughs) Right? There's naked people that ride bikes in San Francisco. Oh, I need to go. No. I'll need to go check this out. Yeah. 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 Road trip. I would maybe be the San Francisco treat, if you will. I have a friend that lives there, and she sends me the funniest videos of Of people. people? Yes. (laughs) It is so entertaining. So ask me, or answer me, can I ask you a few questions about this toilet? Of course you can. So what's special about this toilet? It doesn't say. It really doesn't specify. Mm -mm. Solar powered, what goes in never comes back out. Like, you know what I mean? Like, What do you envision? If I'm paying $1.7 million for a toilet... Yes, what do you envision? I'm envisioning not just a simple bidet, not a sprinkle of water onto my buttocks, but no, but something that comes up, washes my behind, my whatever-thing, my my potty uh, orifices, (laughs) and cleans them like they've never been cleaned before. Not only is that, it's soaped, it's watered, kind of like a car going through a drive-thru car wash, similar to that, right? And it's getting sudded off, and then at the end of it, somebody's there wiping your car off with towels or doing the same thing. Shamming. <laughs> little sham wow, downtown, you know? And then when you walk Some out Windex. of there, you've never been so clean and like minty fresh. You walk out of there like, you pick a scent, kind of like that soda machine. You pick flavors you could put with your Sprite, cherry Sprite, whatever. It's like that. Hey, what do you, you want a musk? What do you want? You want lavender? What do you What do you want coming out of here? If I'm spending $1.7 million, that's the kind of toilet I'm sitting in. Wow. Yeah. yeah. You feel cleaner leaving than you did going in. Right? It's heated. I'm not sitting down on a cold seat. It's massaging my buttocks. You know what I mean? Like, I kind of envision those walls that go around it that you can see out but people can't see in, oh, no. which would make me really nervous. I, yeah, I don't think I'd be able to go. No. I clamp me up tighter than a 
vice grip. I can't, you know what I mean? I can't go while people, I can see people. Yeah. I don't want to be taking care of my business while people are walking. Nancy from accounting comes walking by. Oh, hey, oh my gosh, can she see in here? I don't know. She's a, she's out there putting her lipstick on in the <laughs> yeah. reflection. Yeah, I'm trying to let go of some things, and Nancy's adjusting her eyebrows. Oh, great. Here we go. <laughs> I just think that's a bad situation yeah. all the way around. No kidding. <laughs> $1.7 million for one toilet. How about save your money and just get a porta john Change it out once a week. What if it's what if it's a toilet that takes you on a roller coaster as you go to the bathroom? I don't want it's it like to a, do that. It's like a ride. I don't want to do that. I don't want zero gravity. I want gravity to be my friend when I'm using the bathroom. Yeah. Well, here he is, making his way into Studio 4B once again. Hi, guys. Hi. How, how are you today? Why I'm, you? I'm, 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 uh, I'm, what's, what's the word? Uh, verklempt? Is that, is that the word? You're speaking above me right now. <laughs> yeah. If you could bring no, it down no. to my fifth grade level. Does that okay. mean you're speechless? No, I am. I'm, I'm extremely speechless right I'm now. I'm smarter than What's you. Going did on? you. Did you all grow up on Sesame Street? Did you guys watch yeah, Sesame yeah, Street growing up? Yeah. Everybody? Always. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a, that's a universal thing, right? Oh, yeah. Snuffleupagus, the big bird. Snuffleupagus. Snuffleupagus. Sorry, Bert and Ernie. I apologize. <laughs> they just came out. Um, yeah. Do you. There's just been some. Big news that has come out of Sesame Street that I don't know how I feel right now. I'm having I'm having feels. Wait, let me stand Let's put up it that for this. Way, okay, you probably should. Amy, sit down for what I'm about to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get up to get down. Cookie Monster has a first name. What? What? Get out of here! Did you guys uh, yeah, know cookie. this? <laughs> no, it what? is not. He has a first name. His name is not Cookie Monster. Never has been. What? I don't believe it. Mm, I no. wonder what it is. Get out of town. No way. Sid. <gasps> Sid? What? Sid. That's a horrible Sid. name for a cookie <laughs> His monster. His name? How does that make you feel? Not good. Yeah. I don't feel You're good right. About I should this. have been sitting down because this is dumb. <laughs> kind of feels like no. Uncle Sid. You like know? anybody's going to call him Sid. You say, hey, bring Sid over. Nobody's going to know who you're talking about. On the hunt for somebody who's seen a ghost. Tons of people have felt a ghost like in their presence, but has anybody actually seen one? Have you? No, not really. No. Yeah, me either. I've never physically seen a ghost. I suppose I've had instances that I'm like, I just occurred to like, was that a bug that touched my leg or what was that? You know what I mean? Or uh, if you feel something or you see something move or fall down on the counter, I'm like, oops, I better shut the window or you know what I mean? Like, I'm like, I don't I don't really think it's a ghost. Other people might be like, this place is haunted. And I just, I guess I just don't go to that. Mm -hmm. But uh, we do have a weird situation where my late mother-in-law, when when she was alive, she would always turn off the ceiling fan in the living room because she was always cold. And I'm like, who turned the fan off when she was alive? And she'd be like, she'd deny it, but it was always her turning off the fan. Well, she's been gone for a few years now and that fan still shuts off. And then I'll be like, who shut the fan off, you know, and it's light switch or chains. And I've told the family, no pulling on the chains, just shut the light switch off. And it's always the chains that shut it off. And everybody swears they didn't do it. Huh. So, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I just think it's the wife doing it and she doesn't want to tell me about it. So I don't know. Do ghosts get cold? Mm. I just assume they're always cold. I have no yeah. idea. I don't know. Yeah. What about you? Anything? Never seen a ghost, but you know, you when you walk into a room and it's like c- colder than it is somewhere else. I've had that happen, but 
not never seen anything. Hmm. Meaning like colder, like you walk in, you're like, whoa, there's presence of something in here. Yeah, like or other people would like, say. Well, that. Yeah, like it's just it's just way icy compared to anywhere else yeah. in the room. It's kind of creepy. Like any of the other studios compared to this hot one. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this one's boiling hot. The rest of them ice cold. We're gonna have to keep looking, you know. Yeah. What about you, Amy? I've never seen a ghost either, but I've had experiences. Um, my stepson passed away. Everybody knows that last October. And I started doing puzzles to keep my mind occupied, mm. you know, through the grieving process. And I was doing this one puzzle and I wasn't done with it yet, but I knew there was this one piece that was supposed to look a certain way and I could not find it. I mean, a week went by looking for this puzzle piece. Wow. And that would have been I, enough for me to quit. <laughs> no. And I went downstairs to switch some laundry or something. I can't mm-hmm. remember what I was doing. And when I got to the bottom of the stairs into the basement, I heard something hit the tile upstairs. Hmm. And I'm like, that's that's that puzzle piece. And you're like, you knew right away? Yeah. And I got chills. I went wow. back upstairs and I looked down at my feet, and there was that puzzle piece. That's trippy. And I picked it up, and I went over, and I put it right in the spot. Huh? See, he was helping. Yeah, that's wild. But I'm, I tried to explain it. Was it stuck to my body, and it, like, leaped back upstairs and hit yeah. the tile? How do you explain that? Yeah, weird things happen. Yeah, was it caught up on your sleeve? Did it – who knows? I'm sure – but n- there's no proof of anything, right? Yeah. So you believe what you want to believe, you know? Yeah. That's wild. I just kind of giggled and sat there for a minute – and tried to figure it out and never did. <laughs> so, yeah. That's crazy. I know, yeah. Goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. Really. That's cool, though. I want to get ghost stories from listeners, though. If you have anything like that, open mic us. Grab the app, hit that open mic button, or give us a call. I'm nervous. Why? What are you nervous about? Well, Brandon tried the Ouija board, and he's not a believer in spirits, so it didn't work for him. I mean, you'd say it so negatively. <laughs> so now I have to go over there and do this Ouija board and I don't really want to because I is it going to bring in negative spirits? No, I don't think no. that's what it's about. She read those instructions. It sounds like it's like more of a positive thing. Yeah, you, you know? have to go in with a positive. Well, I just want to say right now, I do not claim any negative energy. Good. Okay. Same. All right. So well, I'm going to go hop over on another microphone. I just got a text from the Ouija board, and it said, "Copy that, Amy." So. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Apparently, I'm uh, against it. So what are um, we going to ask the Ouija board? But it said not to ask it specific questions. Ask it vague and random it, questions. Like it, it told you that in its text? She was reading it. Oh, okay. We can ask it how many people are in the room or... Things we know the answer yeah, to. things we know the answer to. Is there anybody with us? I will verbally describe this as they are... They each have uh, two fingers... That would be four fingers total per person, two fingers of each hand, onto the Ouija board device, on top of the Ouija board. Nothing's happening. And absolutely nothing's happening right now. They're sitting there still with their arms up in the air. You could tell their arms are getting tired. (laughs) Yeah, I'm starting to shake. Arms are shaking. Okay, break. Amy's sweating. Now she has to rest the arms. So now what should we ask it? Does Brandon have a beard? They've asked it the beard question. Um, nothing's happening. Nothing, nothing happens because it's probably thinking, duh. Is Brandon going to be a famous artist? We'll see. We can, I don't think you can ask it that question. Oh, okay. okay. 
Can you? Is that what it? I mean, I mean you can. But you can. I don't. It think doesn't it. even know if I have a beard. Do you think it's going to know that question? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a bust. It's like when you go to a hypnotist and you don't believe. It's not saying it's not real, but you yourself are like, nope. I like think I don't hypnosis wanna... is a scientific thing that's real, isn't it? I don't it's, think it, so. it's something that goes into your subconscious mind. I don't think so. I don't so, think that's like that's a spiritual what, thing. That's what they want you to believe, yes. But that's see, that's the difference is people are like, I totally believe in it. And other people are like, no, I don't. I'm on the no, I don't. We didn't really give it a whole lot of time, but, you know. Maybe what, another day. Yeah. You Have you done it before and it worked? I, You know, the last time I did this was when I was very young. Very Same. young. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know if it was just my imagination and the multiple people in the room doing it all at the same time but it moved then yeah so when you did it did you have more than two people yes and everybody believed it in the room i think so i you know we were all young yeah so yeah i had similar my experience is similar to hers when we were younger uh that 13 ish age range yep. we sat down with a ouija board group of dudes sitting there and it worked it answered every did everything we asked it, it was a dark room we were all kind of freaking out but I still, to this day, think somebody was moving it. And it yeah. was you, Josh Martin. Don't act like it wasn't. <laughs> if you have a Ouija board story, why don't you go to the app and open mic us or give us a call. Okay, guys, biggest fears. What are you afraid of, Brandon? Well, like what we just talked about, getting buried alive. That would, uh, that would rate pretty high on my list. True. I don't know. What else? What are you scared of? Uh, Tell us. Don't be ashamed. I ain't scared of anything. You, next. <laughs> what are you scared of, Summer? Spiders. I'm terrified of spiders. You and me both. Do you think they're going to bring you to your death, though? Like, I scared mean, of death? I will. Spider? Yes. I would probably pass out, and then they would bite me and sting me and poison me to death. Oh, yeah. I think that's the whole purpose of a spider. Mm-hmm. It's just to ruin I don't, your day. I don't really think spiders are from this planet. No. I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. Whoever brought them here needs to go to Wedgie Town. Yes. So, but any other fears? No, uh, just the snakes. spiders? Snakes. snakes. Snakes don't bother me. Any, like, ki- any kind of bug. I can yeah. handle bugs. I just don't do those spiders. I also don't like claustrophobia. Yeah. Like being in the studio is enough for me. Yeah, yeah. I'm actually currently living my biggest fear right now. Are you? Yeah. Which is? In this room with you two. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but I I think out of out of the the whole being buried alive thing, biggest fear would probably be like that dr- drowning or you know things you can't like you're stuck, kind of claustrophobic, but you're stuck and you can't fight your way out. You can't help yourself. Like that kind of stuff would be a, a big fear of mine. Yeah, that would not be good. Yeah. Also, being murdered is another fear. Yeah. Or like drowning. Yeah. Yeah, you know, those are those are not any fun. kind of death. Falling. Yeah. I don't like to be up oh. high, like heights. Yeah, yeah That's dude. Not could you imagine funny. falling like off of a huge building? And you've got so much time to think about it, and there's just nothing. And you land in oh, a man. pile just of like, spiders. Ah, ah, <laughs> I'm still falling. Like that would that would not. That's not fear. Do you turn it into something fun? Just be like, wee. Do you start taking selfies and make a TikTok? This will probably be my last TikTok. <laughs> Here's something that you might want to save your money for. Yeah. Getting buried alive. Oh, I'm going to open up a whole new savings account just for this. Just take a quick guess when I ask you, what country do you think came up with this? Mm. In three. 
Nicaragua. To, no, <laughs> Nicaragua? What in Russia? Oh, <laughs> there you go. Russia. Yeah. Okay. Why they got to go rushing into it? Oh, they're offering to bury people alive and they'll take your money I for the price will. of $57,000. But what? No. Yeah. Why? You also, <laughs> you also get an online funeral oh. that'll cost you 15000 Oh, I get it. It offers divine healing. It's yeah, also stress therapy for fears and anxiety. It'll close chapters in your life. Sure they, will. They dig you back up, right? Yeah. Okay. But they, so, so it's a fake death. <laughs> yeah, and you get and to keep your coffin as a souvenir. Oh, well, wow. dig them. <laughs> use that as your coffee table. Uh. Boy, I wonder if you can use it again. <laughs> yeah, Someday, you probably could. You know, if you get a discount on the second Buried Alive situation. I would literally die because I am so claustrophobic. Even not be, just close the coffin yeah. and I will freak out. What I don't get is, but why? You know what I mean? I'm, hey, look, they have those zero, those egg things that you get into and it's like zero gravity and they shut it and it's dead silent in there and you kind of, you know, become one with yourself again, Zen. They have that uh, and I'm okay-ish with that, but why would I want to be buried alive? Like what, what's the deal? Why? Because it closes chapters. It helps fears and anxiety. Which I don't understand. Zombie fantasies. Yeah, and That's... you were just telling me they used to put bells in the coffins? Well, so what I remember from school, they had a string that was attached like inside the coffin because they used to accidentally bury people alive. And that string was attached to a bell at the crypt keeper's little shack or wherever he is. And they'd pull it and he'd come racing and dig him up because it happened. That's horrible. They'd rush, rush to conclusions too much, Russia to some things, because they'd be like, this guy's not, hey, he's dead, let's just bury him and get done with our day, it's Friday. <laughs> well, we let's did a go. story a couple years ago, a funeral home found one of their bodies was still alive. How creepy oh, is that's that? right. So it can happen. That's, that's weird. But now they have that process now, nowadays, you know, they have to go through a lot more before they're just like, throw them in the dirt, you know, which is nice, because that's creepy. Mm-hmm. What if you were about to get cremated and you were still alive? I don't think they have a You'd bell think in the there. Heat, the heat would wake you up, right? You'd be like, whoa, 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 it's hot. Can somebody turn on the air conditioner? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, thank me. you. I'm not paying anybody $57,000. Oh, Houston wants in. Yeah, come on in. You think you can just barge in here whenever you want? Ugh, rude. Well, we're in the middle of talking about the thermostat and how we have no control over it. Do you want to be a part of it or what? I have no control over it. Oh, my God. That is so unfeminist, feministic. That's so un... Are you making up words? That's so... That's so. It's almost like you're, whoever you're living with is a little misogynistic. Is that what I'm getting? Is that um, they won't let you... He's got some OCD things. Okay. Same. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Really? Yeah. yeah the well, grass. Guys, but are you guys generally cold? I am, yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. And you have no control over the thermostat. No, I can't Ooh. even look at it. Really? Yeah, I'll and get in trouble. And then we could get into what temperature do you set it at? Well, so Second I get break. okay. We already know what he's going to say. Okay, so I woke up this morning and it was very cold. Our first real cold day, I think, so far after the summer's done. Right? This has been one of our first. I don't think it's been any. This this has been. I mean, the snow, the wind, everything. Was it windy here in Rapid? It wasn't that windy up in. Up in, uh, it I mean, was, it was really windy in Sturgis, but was it windy here too? Okay, it was. Um, so I get up this morning; it's very cold, and then the struggle that kicks in every single year at this time is: when do you turn on your heater? Right? Never. You never do. <laughs> no. No. 
We do. Really? It's when probably you... already been switched over this morning. So you guys, do you guys not try to go as long? It's it's like a, 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 a trying to be macho with it, trying to go as long as you mm-hmm. can without turning it on. You guys don't have that fight in your home? Um, my husband has like this schedule in his mind. Oh, my God. So he's like, oh, it's this day. <laughs> We've got to turn over the heater. We've also got to change all the vents, you know. Well, of course. I get that. Sure. But that's strange. We've got to keep the blinds open. You know, it's just always cold in the house. We keep it at like 73, I think. That's hot. No, sorry. 68. Oh, okay. I was going to say 73. What are you? It is 68 with the fan on on top. (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's always cold. 68's perfect. Brandon, I'm afraid to ask you. Of what uh, your temperature is at your house. Well, now I would assume. Now, like I said, you're a you're a you're a you're a you're a mountain man. Yeah. Right? You 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 understand, yeah. and you like yeah. things to be cold. I do. I can't imagine your wife feels the same way. No, <laughs> but uh, so we've been going through the same thing. Right. Like how it was this battle of because it's been cold in the evenings. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, geez, we could have almost got away with turning the furnace on last right. night. But it's also going to be 70 degrees, 70 degrees today, right? Okay. So we've been going through the battle. But like you said, this morning you wake up, it's cold. It is. And so it's like, whew. So we did turn on the furnace uh, yesterday. Oh, you did. You guys, have all of you caved so far then? Have all of you, you haven't, summer, you haven't turned yours on yet? I, I don't have control. <laughs> but I, he I has not. He I has not turned right. it up yet. Okay. And, and you don't get to touch yours either, Amy. Yeah, I don't no. really. have anything to do with it. Well, we just, we make it a competition to see just yeah. how long we can go. I like I'd that. I'd like to have before it happens, yeah. Okay, I so what's the what's the ideal temperature for you in your house if you could have anything you want? I'm going 68? to summer's house, yeah. It, I mean, it's okay. I would prefer a couple of degrees higher because okay. I run cold. Okay, right. So like 70. Brandon, what, 42 for you? 43? Yeah. What is <laughs> That's what house? I would prefer, but we set our thermostat at 69. Of course. Uh-huh. I am really, really bad at remembering people's names. I know. I mean, you're really bad at it. I know this. But I think you're worse than me. But I don't know. Maybe <laughs> yeah, not. Like somebody will tell me their name and I'll forget it 20 seconds later. I'm horrible like that as well. What about if, you? If I've met the person a few times, then I'll remember it. But that first initial, yeah. no. We're like a group introduction. Hey, so this is Frank and Jenny and Rebecca. Uh, and then over here we have, and you're like, poof. It's gone. Gone. Yep. So how about if you give me three names right now and then. I just did. Frank, Rebecca, and Jenny? Yep. I got wow, it. Good job. Yeah. It's because I was trying. So at the end of the break, we'll see. You, we'll see. Okay. We'll see. All right. But you've seen that movie House Bunny, right? Oh, I love that movie. And how her tactic for remembering names. Yeah. Have you seen it? Nope. Okay, I'm going to play a little clip for you, and we'll okay. see if this works for you. Carrie Mae. Carrie Mae. And then uh, and then Joanne over there. Joanne. Wow. You hired the exorcist. That's great. What is that? Is that like a like a Yoda thing or what? That's fun, but what? Oh no no, it's just this thing I do to remember people's names. Natalie, Brandon, <laughs> Summer. I like. It. I mean, I suppose doing anything that's like out of the conversation. So if you stop and say their name, like Amy, 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 like and relate it to something, you remember their name better, but. So I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to do that in an introduction. Hey, here's these three people. I'm going to repeat your name. <laughs> you know? Hold on. Well, here's a little trick I read this morning on remembering names. So when somebody tells you their name, create an entertaining mental picture of them 
put something in that mental picture that makes you think of their name. Hmm. So, I, like a big beard for Brandon. <laughs> okay. What would mine be? Um, sun. Like a dream catcher. Oh, okay. The or summer. a sun. sun yeah. Summer. The sun. That makes more sense. Um, yeah. Now, the, the, the hardest part for me is it's not so much I think I probably am better at remembering names than I think, but I'm hesitant. So then I don't feel comfortable saying their name to them until I 100% know it's their name. You know what I mean? So like yeah. that first few months of a relationship with somebody <laughs> new, friend, whatever, I'm always like, hey, you? I do that all the time. Hey, but in, you. But in my mind, I'm like, is it Sam? Or, uh, hey, what's up, you? How you doing? Because I'm afraid. What if you're wrong? I know, I'll say, hey, friend. Hey, friend. Or if you do screw it up, then you really never forget it. Yeah. yeah. And then you're known as, remember, we were like really good friends and you still couldn't remember my name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I remember that, Bill. I use the, the house bunny tactic. Is that what you would call it? A tactic? Sure. On yeah. those names that you told me in the beginning of the break. Did you? What are they? Frank. Jenny. Rebecca. Nice. Wrong. What were they? Frank, Rebecca, Jenny. Oh, oh. whatever. <laughs> TikTok talk. What's what's been interesting on TikTok lately? Oh man, it finally got me away from uh, certain videos. No, just tell people breastfeeding it, videos. It's so it funny. just they would find me. And I'm like, I'm I love milk, but I don't understand why I'm being force fed these videos. I know, I know why. I haven't seen one in weeks. It's, it's because been great. you're. Your phone listens to you, and it heard that you're going to have a baby, and that was like, let me teach you how to breastfeed. Yep. Why do I need to know or see it or care? Like, I don't care. Do it in public. I don't really care. give a crap. Care. Care. I don't care. And, care. And what I don't get is how TikTok allows women, just because that's what they're doing, to show their entire thing. You know what I mean? Nothing. There's nothing hidden there. It's baby, very strange. Baby unlatches. And just keep footage rolling. Yeah, we got banned from TikTok for showing pasties during the rally. Yeah, pasties, or that one lady had a bird. I guess it's an eagle <laughs> on her chest, and uh, that was too much. But yeah, yeah, but they can show the whole thing when they're breastfeeding. Yeah, that's yeah. totally different. And anyway, pasties breastfeed too. Yeah, they pasties do. Pasties breastfeed too. Well, they, it's utter madness. They <laughs> yeah. cover. But anyways, um, but yeah, I don't know. What have you guys seen? I've been seeing a lot of tarot card readings. Hmm. That's 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 about it for me. Home improvement, painting. It's making me want to paint my bedroom. That's Ooh. cool. Cat that's videos. Cool. Oh, yeah. I see a lot of cat, lot cat videos. videos. I uh, I seen one the other day. It totally inspired me. It was like one of those clips from America's Got Talent, and it was a dude that played the saxophone. But this kid's like sharing the story. He looked younger, like a late teen, maybe that sixteen to eighteen range. Was there with his mom, and uh, he was talking about how he got bullied as a kid. Because he was, he had a deformed skull, and they would call him Hammerhead, and like the whole class would like cheer it, Hammerhead, Hammerhead, and it really messed with him growing up. But then he found comfort in the saxophone and started putting all of his energy and time into it. And so now he wants to play and become a talent to be able to, you know, kind of change the world. That's his thing. So then he started in on the saxophone, and like Simon Cowell was on it, right? And he's like, "You understand that the saxophone's really not all that popular, you know?" Mm -hmm. But then he started playing along to a backing track and like dancing and moving on the stage, dude. It was fun. Like I would go watch this dude play the saxophone. Oh, that's cool. It I want to see good. it. 
it was super cool. So I'll, I'll have to look it up and show you. But or you could just look for it. I don't know if you search for <laughs> hammerhead on the saxophone or what. I'm not sure if I'm helping. But it was inspiring because it was cool to see that he took a horrible moment in his life and he could have totally went one direction, but he took it and and pushed it into a talent where he's changing everybody else's lives. Hopefully. And it was a nice break from breastfeeding videos. It sure was. <laughs> So, I know you guys didn't win the Powerball. What? How do you know? Because maybe maybe I know who won it. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Did somebody win? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. So, you've been keeping quiet all morning. I seen you were kind of giggly over there like something was different. So, like, what's up? What's going on? I I still came to work today. Yeah. Even though I didn't win. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know. I didn't even check the numbers because, well, I didn't buy a, a ticket, so yeah. <laughs> I pretty I, much I tried to, my chances. I tried to manifest that I would win, and it didn't work. Yeah, it worked I, mean, out I tried well. so hard. Where did you look in the mirror? That's the thing. You have to look in the mirror, deep into your own soul, and, and manifest believe. it. Yeah, and yeah, you have you must not have believed it. Believe it. I could taste the money. And smell it. Ew. Oh, no, yeah. that's not good. You know, you don't want to taste money. That's so hard he tried. Ugh. Yeah, I think you had something else going on there. But yeah, I wouldn't. I don't know about that. So I wonder what it's going to go up to on Wednesday. If nobody won? do they? Yeah. Are they for sure nobody won? I suppose they know kind of right away, huh? It just said pending the last time I looked. Oh, that might mean somebody got it. It's always somebody from Wisconsin. So if you were to win, uh-huh. it, say last night you won. And it's six hundred and four million. It was six hundred and twenty-five million dollars. Would you be here right now? Chunk. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? I'd probably be here. Well, I would be here right now because I don't know how long it's going to take to get my money, and I still (laughs) got to currently pay the bills. You know, it's up to six hundred and eighty million. I just looked. That's all right. You know how cool would it be? Okay, hey, you didn't win last night. Ah, but but they gave you the difference. <laughs> that sixty million dollars it jumped. Yeah, you know what I mean. I can live off of sixty mil for a couple of years. You know, yeah. uh, what would you run. do though? What would you do with the money? Six hundred and eighty million. Yeah, it's so much money. I could. I'll pay off everybody. I'd pay your guys' houses off. My parents's, my brothers' houses. I'd, you know, and then I don't know what I'd do with the other six hundred and. Eighty million dollars, I got because I took a couple million, and that's it. And then I was like, I don't know. I guess I'll buy a car or two. Would you help somebody, or would you just? What? Would you no, do I something just, nice? I would let my ripple effect take effect. You know okay. what I mean? Like you yeah. do something good, just let that stuff ripple. Do you go buy cars at that point, or do you just buy car dealerships? <laughs> just a car. You don't <laughs> oh. want to be too greedy. Well, no, but you buy the car dealership, and you, maybe you got constant money coming in. Would you tell people that you won? Instead of McKee no. Ford, it's Brandon's. It's BJ's Ford. <laughs> I think I would keep it a secret that I won. Yeah, I don't, yeah and then I, I would know. I would like fairy dust people's mortgages off. You know, I like that, and I yeah. wouldn't tell them it was me. Yeah, yeah just be like, what happened? Say, neither one of us can go hide. We'd have to come into work every day. You know how hard it would be to wake up. At like whatever four o'clock in the morning, three thirty or four every morning, to come into work knowing that you don't have to. Think about how I you mean, could I change the job. world with six hundred eighty million dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's you could a lot do of possibilities. Lot. Mm-hmm. My wife would be so mad having to still do the laundry and stuff, but she'd go for it. Yeah, Powerball. We didn't win last no. night. No, but we're gonna dream that we did. What would you do, Summer? If you had $625 million in your bank account today? Man, I'd pay off all my debt, all my family's debt, my friends, 
loved ones, take care of them, buy everybody a new house, buy me a wonderful new house with lots of land, go on a pretty extravagant vacation, and then, I don't know, donate, probably donate some to Suicide Hotline, and then, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know what I would do with the rest. That's a lot of money. That's a good start. That's a good start. Yeah. It's a lot of dough. You, Amy? Um, I already talked about this with my son last night as we were trying to manifest the $625 million. Mm -hmm. And the first thing we would do is pay off all the bills, Mm -hmm. and we would go to Disneyland, and we would take all of Michael's friends and Mm -hmm. their parents. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we would go to Cancun for a month. Oh, wow. And just relax, you know, just rejuvenate. And then we'd come back home and maybe plan some more vacations. And and I would want to pick one kid who wanted to go to college that didn't, you know, couldn't afford it. And I would pay their way to college wherever they wanted to go and make sure their their family was taken care of, pay their bills, pay for their mortgage, Hmm. and then make sure the, you know, pay for the kids' books and any kind of expenses that they needed and when they got out hmm. just to make sure you know it yeah. followed through with everything and they were successful in the end oh yeah and they could take care of their family after that yeah, hmm. yeah what would know. you do uh i'd buy deer mountain the old ski area <laughs> and i just li- i would put in really nice gondolas and stuff and, and i wouldn't tell anybody else about it i'd just go up there to go skiing that's wow. it by myself bring some friends you know what I mean? Have like kegs and stuff, or and then chefs. We'd have just a lot of fun. Nobody else would know. There's no season pass. Get the heck out of here. You know, just for fun. For me, leave me alone. That's about it. Wow, that's a good idea. Yeah, never <laughs> thought of that. Just kidding. <laughs> just Has kidding. anybody? I'd do the standard. You know, everybody got pay everybody's stuff off or whatever. But yeah, that's 680 million is a lot of dough. You know, like you said, that could be like three or four houses per one million dollars that you're paying off you know and uh do you pay everybody's house off or do you just buy them all new houses do you go buy a chunk of land in the woods and say everybody let's move to the bj combine or whatever (laughs) while everybody comes in it's a gated community where clothing is optional and we just have fun and we have nothing else to do come on in it's free there'll be a grocery store i'll pay for all the groceries you just come and get your own stuff nobody cares let's go and you're basically paying for all that off the interest yeah, yeah, you're just collecting interest, and well, it looks like we're getting low at the grocery store on milk or whatever in the heck, you know. You just keep stocking up. No, there's grocery carts and everything. Nobody, no register. You just wow. Some, I don't know. Just stupid ideas like that. But yeah, no idea is stupid. Yeah, no. I mean, I'd help out some kids or something maybe, and you know, like have them come clean the grocery store or something. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tomorrow night we're winning. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's new moons tomorrow or something, isn't it? <laughs> it's Didn't a you new say moon about t- tonight. Oh, I tonight. feel the difference. It's I've, the day the universe gifts. You know what's funny about that new moon tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. You're able to make a baby. My wife's uh, little situation or whatever she's got going is ready for a little something. Oh, my something, gosh. Something. I'm going to throw up. Have you ever had the middle seat on an airplane? Oh, uh, yeah. I, I get confused I on where I can put my arm, like what armrest or whatever. Yeah, you just sit there with my elbows, trying to touch my elbows in front of my belly button, and and uh, and just know that this is going to be the worst part of my life. Um, <laughs> I've fallen asleep on somebody's shoulder before, like a stranger's shoulder. I believe that. So embarrassing. 
I was like, well, we just bonded. I haven't. <laughs> What's your name? <laughs> I haven't, but I've hated every minute of sitting in the middle, especially when you're surrounded by strangers. If you're like with your wife or kids or family, not as bad, but like when you're like, I don't know anybody beside me and I'm stuck in the dang middle. Yeah. Yuck. I don't walk. Think, I don't think there's anybody out there, like when they're buying their airline ticket, they're like, oh, get me the middle seat. I, that's my favorite spot. No. I mean, what what is the benefit of sitting in the middle? Uh, maybe in a crash? You know what I mean? That's about it. Mm-hmm. How about let's just not crash? You know? Right. And I'll sit by the window. Virgin Australia. This is an airline, okay? All right. They're making the middle seat more appealing. They have a lottery. You can win $230,000 in prizes. Okay. I think this is a scam. Um, yeah. That sounds like a little BS to me. Yeah. That's like signing up to win a gift card. Or in prizes, meaning you can only pick prizes out of their little... Whatever that book is that's in the airplanes all the time, you know, the with the crappy gifts inside it. Yeah. yeah. But it does list some of the prizes, like free flights, which would be cool, a Caribbean cruise, tickets to soccer matches. I don't want that. Wow. No. Get out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> and this is only in Australia right now. They're running it for the next six months to see how it goes. Maybe they'll bring it over here to the U.S. Jeez, please do. I can't wait to go see a soccer game. No. <laughs> In the U.S., it'd probably be like, you you know, $20 to Applebee's. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That... Oh, and then you could go on a date night. Yeah. Maybe some movie tickets. Oh, yeah. I'd be so mad if I sat in the middle seat and signed up for that lottery and I didn't win. Because, man, I suffered through that whole flight to not win. I think everybody should win in the middle seat. Everybody should get a prize if you're in the middle seat because it's no bueno. Look, I know that as a world and a society, we're going against this, but I really think we should discriminate against the middle seat. Like, you should ask weight, size, dimensions. Like, I don't want to be on the plane and there's somebody in the middle seat that's like, was once a starting defensive lineman for some college team. You know what I mean? He can't help it. He's huge. I you know? say, just get rid of the middle seat. Just I take him out. Yeah. Why can't it just be like a pillow that everybody leans on? You know, like a triangular pillow. It's soft. I like you it. Store your drinks in it. Maybe put your stow some luggage underneath it. You know. I like it. Summer Soames. We're learning a lot about her every day. Yeah. Mm. She's got me drinking special coffee now. <laughs> we bonded with uh, coffee. Uh, yes. Yeah? She brings us stuff in the morning. Yeah, little Uh, gifts. (laughs) And now we've learned that she's only been on one trip, one airline trip. Yep. Where'd you go, Wisconsin? We went to London. What? What? You've been on one airplane, and it was to London. That's way east of Wisconsin. (laughs) Yeah, my brother got married over there, overseas. He's in the Air Force. Is he a millionaire? No. Well, he's in the Air Force, Amy. Uh, yeah, so. she was. She was saying that as I was bringing it I mean, out of my mouth. <laughs> it's like uh, Air Force people. Well, maybe he's probably getting close. Maybe is he like a colonel now? Uh, no. Are they is millionaires? Millionaires? No, they're not millionaires. They, I mean, he makes good money. Yeah, but when we went over there 15 years ago, oh, he was not where he was now. Is he still married to that girl? Yes, he is. Wow. Is she from there? No, she's actually from North Dakota. Oh, so she doesn't say "sport of tea" or anything like that. <laughs> no, what? no accent. Ew. <laughs> Where's why would Bentley you go, the butler? Why would you go way over there to marry somebody from North Dakota? I know, oh. right? <laughs> oh my gosh! Places. What really? Oh, you could have done it somewhere else in the prairie. <laughs> oh my gosh! But that's awesome. So how was it? It was fun. It was a fun trip. Uh, went to some farmers markets. Went on the tours. 
scene where, you know, the old London where they like film the movies and stuff and they oh, pour wow. their pots out the window. Oh, no, gross. Yep. They can't have a pot to pee in and a window to throw it out. It's yeah. the one that painted the kettle black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. I'm never going to get it right, guys. That's where it all came from. You bet. So how come you've never been back on an airplane? Was it a horrible experience? No, it was was fun. Just haven't had that opportunity to be able to travel and do that. Uh In 19 hours, your knees probably cramped up. 19 hours? Yeah, 19 hours there. It never stopped or anything? No. Wow. Oh, my gosh. 19 hours. People are peeing and pooping on that plane. Yes. How many meals did you get to eat? I think we got three. Oh, were Ooh. they any good? I, Nineteen I, hours. Know, I don't remember. Oh, it's a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, I've had a meal on a plane once, and it was mediocre at best. Yeah. Huh. I have future plans to travel more. Yeah. Where are you going to so, go next? I don't know. I want to go to Vegas. I've never Let's been to Vegas. Go. I want to go. I think that would be a fun time. I, I thought you were going to say Cancun, and then we'd become best friends. I oh, still well, think we can do that too. We'll go for a month. <laughs> yeah. I still think we need to get our bosses convinced to send us. To like the NFR or anything at Vegas, and we just do our show from there. Hey, it's Roadhouse on the Road. I don't really want to go to Vegas. I want to go to the beach. There's beaches there. Hotels with pools that look like a beach. Vegas will just make you tired. Don't be a beach, and let's go to Vegas. (laughs) I have a question. Do you think kids have it easier these days than back in our olden days when we had to hike barefoot in the snow uphill to school? They they have it huh. easier now, I think. I probably. think so, too. Probably. Depends on the kid, though. I mean, ranch kids are probably about the same. What about your kids compared to when you were their age? I'd say it's pretty similar. I'd say it's pretty similar. Uh, the unfortunate thing is they have two homes to have chores at. You oh, know? that's true. Um, instead of just the one. I think uh, my kids have it easier, but not really. Yeah. my ki- I think my kids have it easier than I did. All they have to do is take out the trash and empty the dishwasher and keep their rooms clean. And yet, they can't seem to... Well, my, my yeah. son's only yep. six. I'll, the only chore he has right now is putting his laundry away and filling the dog's dish up with water. Nice. Yeah, that's it. But yeah. as he gets older, that list will get longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have to. <laughs> Responsibilities. <laughs> well, people mostly agree with Summer that kids have it much easier these days when it comes to, to rules and chores. Oh, yeah. Um, you had to do chores... Like seventy five percent of us had tons of chores when we were kids, and you'd get like twenty dollars a week. Uh, you guys got paid? What? Yeah, I got maybe five bucks a week. Oh, maybe I had it a little better than you. Yes, did. I'd say you did. Twenty <laughs> bucks a week—that's a job. Yeah, I didn't oh get gosh. paid for my chores. What about curfews? Did you have four hundred one k? Oh my gosh! Do your kids have a curfew? Yeah, my kids have a bedtime. They're in bed by seven thirty every night. Yeah, my son too. Uh, what is it? What's just kind of depends. Their curfew depends. I mean, it, you know, the evening, it's like, hey, I want you home by 8 o'clock. Because at 8 o'clock, it's like, let's get together, let's talk, let's how, how was the day, whatever, tomorrow's plans, whatever's going on, and get to bed at a decent time. And they do their homework? Yeah. yeah most My kids are pretty good at getting their homework done right away or at school. Um, you know, the other, like if it's a weekend or whatever, my kids are older, so it might be 10, you know, whatever. When I was a kid, we had to eat everything on our plate. Today, kids aren't told that. I don't think. Yeah. You know, that's actually a big topic of conversation that my daughter brought up to me a long time ago. 
see, we were always forced to finish our food. Finish, finish your plate. Finish your plate. We've got more. You need to eat more. You need to eat more. Always eat, eat, eat. And then it's like, geez, I wonder why I'm fat, right? Yep. My daughter's like, I eat. And then when I'm full, I'm done eating. I'm sorry if I don't finish the plate. It's nothing against your food. And it like brought, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And watching her and my mom go at it, fine. Wow, I wish I could do that. Yeah. Like I'll be I'll be like, Oh my god, I'm so full and I'll just keep eating. Because it's like it was instilled in you as a child, like you can't be rude, you gotta clean your plate. Clean that plate even if it tastes bad or you're full. Yeah. And if you didn't clean that plate, then you got it for breakfast the next morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See Pop-tarts. kids, those Pop Tarts and Eggo waffles aren't that bad. Yeah. A lot of people think kids have it a lot easier these days than we did, guys. Yeah. I don't think so. You don't think so? Well, I think that the opportunity to get away with things and being watched and just always tracked and everything. Yeah. I think I think that life in general is a little harder for kids these days, but I think like when we were young, I got, I know I got away with a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I would lie to my parents about oh now they're going to know. But I would lie to my parents about where I was staying the night. Jeez, I hope they don't spank you. <laughs> Ground you. Take your $20 allowance away. I had this friend that they didn't like, and I wanted to stay at her house one night, so huh. I lied about staying at another friend's house. Always. I did that too. But yeah, we could do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And there was difficulty in communication. Like, for instance, nowadays, if you if you yourself as a parent go out on a date and your kids are at home alone and or they're also at a friend's house, Back in the day, there was no way to communicate. I couldn't call my parents. They're at a restaurant. I have to know where. The, I have to call Harold's Prime Rib. Hi, I think my parents are there, and I don't want to be uh, yeah. at my friend's house anymore. Is there any way I can talk to them? <laughs> Nowadays, you have like a cell phone you could actually use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or the parents can just look on their phone and say, "Oh, Johnny's over. Uh, he's over yeah. there on Mount Rushmore Road right yeah. now." Life three sixty. But man, our parents used to say some mean stuff to us. Oh, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my dad would always say stuff like, oh, I'll give you something to cry about. You want to cry? I'll give you something to cry about. Same. My mom used to say that, too. Yep. Yep. (laughs) I think that's a staple in, like, the parenting handbook. I said that to my kids once, and then, like, later looked at myself in the mirror and was like, (laughs) I'm going to go to jail. You can't say that anymore, (laughs) Brandon. You're going to have to slow your roll here. He's two, all right? He's two. What about this one? I I told my parents, I'm like, I'm going to run away. And they were like, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And just let me walk down the road. Oh, I don't yeah. think I would let my son do that. I literally made it out into the garage with my He-Man, <laughs> my blanket, and my little backpack that probably had She-Ra on it. And I'm like, I'm out of here. Good luck with the rest of your life. <laughs> Man, parents got a, got away with some mean stuff. That's so that brings us to the topic of our Roadhouse 5 today. Top five things our parents told us when we were kids that we would never say to our kids. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. Who wants to start? Should I start? Do it. Number five. Time for a spanking. <laughs> Number four. Hey, fetch mama her smokes. <laughs> Number three, I brought you into this world and I'll take you out. <laughs> Number two, why don't you listen to clean comedians like Bill Cosby? <laughs> J-E-L-L-O. And finally, number one, oh, you're in the back row. You don't need to wear your seatbelt. One, two, three, four, five. Well, maybe it is stupid, but it's also dumb. Okay, boys and girls, gather around. Mommy's got a story. Oh, I'm sitting here crisscross applesauce. (laughs) Back during the pandemic, tons of people made shifts in their careers. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, they changed it up. Things Took the changed. opportunity and, and ran. Yeah. Some people like extreme changes. Yeah. And this guy's got them all beat. Oh. His name is Jeffrey Bishop, 55 years old, in Maine, and he was in law enforcement serving 25 years wow. as a police officer. That's a long time. At the time, he decided to go out in a certain way. He went on a new venture. Just six days after his retirement... Jeffrey was arrested for dealing drugs in a high school parking lot. Let's go. (laughs) Wow. He was caught giving a student hydrocodone and fentanyl. Oh, my. And 110 hydrocodone pills were discovered in his police duty bag in his home. You said duty. Sounds like a real winner. So, yeah, his uh, fellow officers ended up booking him into jail. I wonder, like, if he was thinking in his mind he's going undercover. You know, I might be a detective. I'm retired now. I'm going to go undercover. And then just got busted. I mean, if you try to give the guy the benefit of a doubt, but probably not. This is what I'm seeing. I'm seeing him laying in bed one morning. He's like, I don't want to go to work. Why don't I just, you know, go to the dark side and become one of them? Yeah. They've got it so easy. Quick money. Why not? You would think that he would be a little better at it. You would yeah, think. no kidding. Yeah. After busting people for 25 years, you'd think he'd be like, I'll never get caught. In the movies, those guys are the best criminals. Oh, yeah. It's always a dirty cop. The time has arrived for funny, misheard song lyrics. This is where we've all chosen a clip of a song. Oh, yeah. And we're going to play it, see if the other person knows what they're saying. Yeah. Here we go. I got an idea. You two rock, paper, scissors. Um, Amy, you're clockwise. Uh, Summer, you are counterclockwise. The winner is the direction in which we go. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Are you ready? Yeah. One, two, three. Oh, tie. Rub them rocks. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, that's a rock over scissor. (laughs) She said her first cuss word on the air. Oh, that's funny. Oh, shucks. Okay, so I get to test her. And my song is Culture Beat, Mr. Vane. I've never even heard of this. Are you ready for this one? No. Okay. Here it comes. The first words they say. Mm. Here we go. Oh, okay. It hasn't started yet. 20 minutes later. <laughs> this is going to be a good song. Here we go. Okay, that's it. That's all That's all you have to say. Call it Mr. Raider. Call it Mr. Wrong. Well, I guess she got it right. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Every dog has his day. Okay, so now you're going to test Brandon? Test me. What's your song? My song is Uncle Cracker, Drift Away. Oh. Okay. (laughs) I wrote the song with Uncle Cracker. When does he start? Oh, coming up. I can't wait. Right now. Give me the beat, boys, and free my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll and drift away. Okay, what was it? Give me the beat, boys, that freed my soul. I want to get lost in your rock and roll. Drift away. You got it. Good job. <laughs> that was kind of an easy one. I know. Next ne- next week's going to have to be harder. Yeah. Get with it. Sometimes Amy used to cheat and she'd do live recordings, and it was really hard. Whatever. All right. Now, what's mine? What is it? This is a brand new song uh, from a long time ago. Uh, no Relation. But Mr. George Jones, White Lightning, hit the chorus. Right after this. Right, right here. Right after this. Well, the G-Man team in a revenue suit. 
Yeah. <laughs> you know. Sing it. Yeah, sing it. Well, so it helps if you plug your nose. Is a team and a team ain't good. The Minnesota Vikings wish they could. <laughs> I like yeah, it. So close. <laughs> so close. Final answer? I have no idea. Even if I listen to it again, I'm not going to know. Well, well, the G-Man, T-Man, and Revenuers, too, searching for the place where he made his brew. That song's stupid. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I think it's awesome. Well, I guess I lost. Oh, yeah. Somebody had to. Well. So a while back, we talked about this guy who was accused of cheating while playing chess, and they said he was cheating using beads Yeah. in a certain area. Beads. Yeah. The kind of beads we don't all know about, right? Well, I think most of us know about those beads. Well, I didn't. <laughs> they're always for people you don't think they're for. <laughs> but how would you like to be known for that? Nobody yeah. knew who this guy was before, but now everybody knows yeah. him as oh, yeah. the guy who cheated with beads. Well, and going forward in my life, when I run into somebody who says they play chess professionally, I'm just going to assume it's that guy. <laughs> yeah, they all do it. <laughs> I'm mean, like, whoa. <laughs> Can we check your luggage? <laughs> <laughs> he had to get the idea from someone. Yeah. I didn't friends. even know they made little shocking ones. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or electronic ones. I guess that shows you what I know. I didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know about that. Are you curious about them now? I'm very curious about them. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> well, our lawyer, Bernie Frivolous, he's stepping up to help this guy because he doesn't yeah. want to be known for that. Somebody's yeah. got to do it. Are you a young chess grandmaster who's been accused of cheating? Do they also claim you cheated by sticking something up where it shouldn't be stuck? Then you need a lawyer who will stick it to them. Bernie Frivolous, attorney at law. I beat the world champion, so the sore loser accuses me of cheating. I said, how'd I cheat? Huh? Huh? He says, I stuck some vibrating beads up my you-know-what. I'm like, wow, I never thought of that think it'd work anyway i want a hundred million dollars sounds like a lucrative although really weird frivolous lawsuit the queen is the most powerful piece on the chessboard and the bernie is the most powerful person in a court of law i'll prove that you're not a cheater but the cheated and as for that vibrating bead thing, <laughs> come on, no one wants to win that badly, <laughs> except for me. Call the Frivolous Law Firm today. I'm Bernie Frivolous. Let's sue someone together. What? What's that? Oh, oh, nothing. Hey, a good lawyer always does his research. Oh, I love my job. So what's the show you've been talking about all morning? Like, you're super pumped up about this. It was it was a game changer watching this. It was really cool. Somebody I'd met a few times. Her name's Jessie Combs. Uh, oh, I met her. She grew up around the Black Hills. An amazing woman and just an icon to females and, mm-hmm. and really just people in general. I mean, the way she lived her life, how amazing she was. And uh, she was like a myth buster. She did a lot of like car driving reality shows kind of thing. She was just an amazing person. So the camera. An icon for women. Yeah. Naturally just kind of attracted to her. Uh, She decided to go after being the fastest woman on earth. She was actually contacted. I didn't know 
all the details that went around this, but they filmed this over like a, a seven-year period, starting like 2013. Are you serious? Until she unfortunately passed. But it was back scene footage, like her interviewing herself, her going and seeing the girl who broke the who had set the record previously back in like the 70s who ironically lived in South Dakota also Eureka South Dakota it was just watching this footage of her seeing her family and everything she does I mean how she felt because she was single most of her life because she's like I can't settle down I can't get married and have a family when I'm trying to break the land speed record what I mean I this is my life right now and everything she did it was just it was wild to watch it and see her Mm -hmm. and it went all the way up until she broke and she is the fastest woman on earth record and unfortunately that's when the car crashed but it's just i don't even know how to explain or put into words you should definitely do whatever it takes to watch this it is absolutely amazing and to know that she's from our area and Mm -hmm. you've i've met her and she's her family is amazing she's amazing you know what i mean and and you just see all the things she did it, it was mind-blowing watching this yeah her being from here it's almost like she's a part of us yeah that's the thing is you can really relate to it she's you know in rapid city she's around the black hills and a lot of this doing doing this thing and then she's flying off to oregon or wherever to to drive across the salt flats and it was just it was wild to she's just like, go get her oh yeah, exactly. All the things she did and how much effort and work she put into this stuff. And uh, I don't even know. There's, I don't know words big enough to explain how amazing this is. So definitely check it out. I, and that's on, what it's called? The Fastest it, Woman the on fastest Earth? The Fastest Woman on Earth. It was, I think it's on HBO Max. Um, I paid for H. I didn't have HBO Max. I seen this. It was the only way I found to view it. And I was like, whatever, take my money. I don't care. I'm going to I'm gonna watch this. Why don't you just share your username and password for, for everybody so we don't have oh, to pay for it? Okay, easy enough. It's 555. No, <laughs> get it yourself. Okay, bringing back the Roadhouse mailbag. What is it about today? Decorations? Yeah, let me uh, open this up. <laughs> Paper sounds. Um, Here's my envelope opener. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, here we go. <laughs> So Greg wrote in, literally wrote in with a calligraphy pen. Just kidding. Uh, so I'm writing as a husband in he distress. Faxed it. Yeah, he faxed it in. Um, so I'm writing as a husband in distress. I don't mind my wife decorating for the holidays, and I mean every holiday. I'm really not mad, or do I care about all the decorations in the yard, on the windows, doors, garage, vehicles, and all that. She also feels she has to keep up with the neighbors and other people in town, like they really pay attention or care. I also don't mind, and not really all that happy about, but don't mind doing the storage of the bins and pulling them down and putting them back up and doing all the things. But my problem is the amount of money spent on these, from the decorations themselves to buying new ones from Amazon, other online stores like Wish, or coming home with them from the grocery store. But then, when it comes time to pay the bills, she needs help or is struggling to make ends meet. Help me, Roadhouse. Well, so what do you think, Sitch? Uh, okay, so I have questions. Is, yeah. he, is he like, okay, this has been going on for a while, it seems like, every year for yep. a while. and he's That's what I'm gathering. And he doesn't know how to approach her about this situation? Yeah, he doesn't really specify. It's just more like, I think maybe he's wanting to go in it with as much preparation as possible. Sure. I mean, I, I think it would just be a discussion. Like, hey, 
we're struggling. <laughs> Can yeah. we figure out a way to compromise here? Because I don't think we need new decorations every single year. Yeah. And if you do, and if you're really into that, I'm, which is fine, let's a lot of budget. Let's look at our budget and say, hey, we can only spend X amount of dollars this year instead of 10000 or whatever the number is. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it says in here that she, she always feels like she has to keep up with the neighbors or other people in town. Do people really actually care that much? Well, is she winning the Griswold comp- competition or what? <laughs> I don't know. It's every... I mean, currently he says, you know, struggling to pay our bills when our yard is full of blow up pumpkins. So, I mean, you know... Yeah, the... the Halloween's the, right I now. Get it, so. I the get energy it. or, you know, the power and the, the utility yeah. bills are going to be a little bit more expensive right. during right. the holidays. So, I right. understand that. So, I think it just... I mean, if you just have to have a conversation. This is your wife, and I'm sure you talk about finances all the time. So just mm-hmm. just have a normal conversation. Yeah. Shouldn't be Maybe that hard. Get her some therapy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, this person also seems like, and I made the joke about it earlier, but like the same person that is like buying pumpkin lattes every morning. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff. So it's like I'm sure her expenses per holiday is pretty high. Pretty high. I mean, I spend a lot of money during the holidays, too, and then I look back and I'm like, ugh, yeah. what did I do? Why did I do that? You I know? wonder what he spends his money on. Who? Oh, he? Greg, yeah. yeah. What? He sounds like he's just trying to survive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. He's just like, I'm all right with pizza and beer. I'm cool. Yeah. He's like, I'd like to go hunting, but I can't because I've got blow-up pumpkins. Summer, what do you think? I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as she is because I'm a decorator myself. Is so. your boyfriend's name Greg? No. No. It's time to bring back the mailbag. Let's bring it up. And we have D Ray in here and he's Okay. He's always got great opinions so, on these things. Don't don't set me up for this a fail. Was sent in by a listener's name's Greg. Mm-hmm. Um or maybe it's not, to be honest. I don't know. But he said, I'm writing as a husband in distress. I don't mind my wife's decorating for the holidays, and I mean every holiday. I'm really not mad, nor do I care about all the decorations in the yard, on the windows, the doors, the garage, the vehicles, and all that. She also feels she has to keep up with the neighbors or other people in town, like they really care or pay attention. I also don't mind, and, and, and not really being all that happy about it, but I don't mind handling the storage of the bin and bringing them down and putting them away uh, just for her to decorate. My problem is the amount of money spent on these from the decorations themselves to buying new ones from Amazon or other online stores or even just coming home with them from the grocery store. But when it comes time to pay bills, she needs help. Um, I don't dig this. Please help us out, Roadhouse. We're struggling to pay our bills. While there's inflatable pumpkins all over in the yard. Oh, see, that's the problem, is that they need to have a... Okay. Simple solution. Thing is, is that, yeah, she's got separate decorations for Halloween, Christmas, all the different holidays. Well, you just need one one decoration at all. Yeah, just one decoration. The Uncle Sam Santa skeleton bunny. (laughs) (laughs) It's just... That's all he needs to do. He needs just to manufacture an Uncle Sam Santa skeleton bunny. That's perfect. And then there you go. You got all the, you got Fourth of July. You have Halloween. You have Easter. You don't really have, uh, you know, maybe you ought to call it an Uncle Sam Santa Skeleton Pilgrim Bunny. How about that? That There you go. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving cover too. You just have like this skeleton with a Santa beard, with with wearing a red, white, and blue jacket with bunny ears and a pilgrim pilgrim hat. hat. Yeah. Or maybe with buckled shoes. Boom. There you go. There you go, babe. We just throw this huge. Yeah, up in the front yard. yeah, exactly. Yeah, and maybe you, the only uh, thing is you change like the flag. Yeah, it, well, exactly. And also, he doesn't have to keep bringing down bins because you can keep it up year round. 
Yeah, it's always up. Exactly. Look at Summer's face. She's she's disgusted. She's processing all of this. Just sounds horribly ugly. <sighs> Beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, young lady. We got a new trend out there, so we brought in our Gen Zer scout. There's mm-hmm. people doing their makeup so they look like they just got done crying. Oh, that okay. I haven't seen it, but that makes sense. Why? Why does that make sense? Because the pity train has left the station and people are jumping on. People love attention and pity is the best attention, in my opinion. I don't do it, but I get it. Look at this Does that picture. make sense? She, she looks like she just left a funeral. Okay, yeah. Picture this. She walks into a coffee shop. Like, you can tell she was bawling her eyes out. She wasn't actually. It's fake. But the coffee shop guy is like... Oh, I feel so bad for you. Do you want a free coffee? Bam. Would you do this? No, but I see... She's lying. See why people are doing it. I get it. I mean, I wouldn't because that's not me. Well, you don't even really wear makeup. You're naturally beautiful. Mm-hmm. I don't, but that's just it's just because I'm lazy. It's not because of the What naturally. about the guys? The guys wearing do the makeup guys to do, do it? it? Do the guys I do it or just the so. girls? I mean, they, I mean, I guess they could if they wanted to. Because, oh, I'd probably pity a man a little more that's crying because you just don't see it often not that men crying is a bad thing it's not let me put that out there look not to sideline this but if you see a dude wearing makeup his makeup's on point all right like you don't mess around you know know what i mean yeah any dudes i know that have makeup wear makeup whatever it's on point like it's always good yeah they're really good at it it's just weird like the trends are getting weird oh yeah would you rather have sad makeup face or a, a little kitty friend cat you know, pretend to be a cat. Oh, That's probably a good point. sad face, yeah. Probably sad face. <laughs> you don't have to change your litter box. Maybe <clears throat> not a zinger. Look at this picture. What do you guys think of that? What would you do? Yeah, I'm not not into that. Yeah, I'm not into girls crying at all, but when I see that picture currently, I'm like, what a whiny little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> We've been on the topic of this new trend. This makeup artist is deciding to make people look like they're crying and... Yeah. Our Gen Zer says it's to get free stuff, but that's the only you know, reason know she could come up with, I guess. I don't know. Maybe to, so people feel bad for you, you know, and they want to help. Or just like, you know, reach out to you. <laughs> give you attention, I guess, is what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, don't know. Yeah. I think they're missing some things, don't you, Summer? Definitely. Yeah, because yeah. I've yeah. had some, some crying spells, and I've I looked a lot worse than that. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't look that good. <laughs> where's the snot? Yeah, where's the mascara? Yeah, just run it down the face. Yeah. Haven't you seen Carrie Underwood's Cry Pretty yeah. video? Yeah. yeah, Cry Pretty. You know, let's, let's get real here. Yeah, and the, where's the pajamas that you don't want to get out of? Things yeah. like that. Yeah. The empty bucket of ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> the, the shaking, you know, yeah. the rocking yeah. back and forth. Yeah. The frequent yelling out, you don't even know what it's like. <laughs> you know. My voice <laughs> goes up in a high octave. You know, yeah. Don't even look at me right now. You know, like that. Yeah. Same. Quit judging me. <laughs> yeah. So they need to work on it a little bit yeah. more. You think? Yes. Yeah. But you know, if you want to just do the real thing, you can also just cry. Yeah. If you want, yeah. just let it go. And we can help you with that. And that's the topic of our Roadhouse Five today. Top five quick, easy ways to make yourself cry. The Roadhouse. One, two, three, four, five. I'll get us started here. Number five. Put on a thong and then look at yourself in a full-length mirror. (laughs) I do that all the time. Number four. Look where you wound up after spending $200,000 on a liberal arts degree. (laughs) 
Number three, try doing a push-up. <laughs> Number two, fill up your car and then check out how much it cost. And then finally, number one of top five quick, easy ways to make yourself cry. Do the one chip challenge. Right, guys? One, two, three, four, five. Look at this dude. Oh, no, 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 no. (laughs) Well, it seems like we just did this, but it's already been a week and it's time for it again. D-Ray Knight. Joining Mm. us in Studio 4B for Mm. the Dummy of the Day. All right, you got a choice here, kids, today. Either England or Oregon. Hmm. One and the same. Gosh, yeah, that's pretty a much. tough one. I'm always I always like to go international. So you want to go international? We can go international. Let's do that right now. Let's go. Dummy of the day in international. Okay, in England, this guy named Jed James, 29 year old guy, was in Crowley, Oxfordshire. Oh yeah, I've been there. Yeah, and he was basically robbing a convenience store. Now in England, in some parts of Europe, post offices they're called like post. Stores where you can mail stuff, but also buy like cigarettes and candy and things like that. Okay, it's kind of like Boyd's here, I guess. You know, the post office. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Okay, so it's kind of like so. This guy goes into one of these posts Mm -hmm. and he demands cash and cigarettes, Hmm. and he says, "I tell you what, I've got a needle and a knife. You know what I'm going to do if you don't." And the woman behind the counter goes, "You're an idiot. There's cameras. Look, there's cameras everywhere." He's like, whoa, cameras. <laughs> and then he scampers. Because he's English, he, he scampers. scampers. He scampers. He what scampers. does that look like? Can you scamper for us? <laughs> I know. I can't scamper. Forgot his scamper shoes at home. <laughs> exactly. Is it like frolicking? My, my, yeah, a little bit like frolicking, but scamper is a bit more um, immediate, okay. should we say. Okay, so he scampers. Later on, five hours later, he is finally arrested at a grocery store where he's trying to steal chicken breasts by shoving them in his pockets. <laughs> Odd. And oddly enough, he's caught on closed-circuit television because, I don't know if you know this either, but in England, there's cameras everywhere, right? Yeah, exactly. There are cameras everywhere. Wow. You're constantly under surveillance. So he gets busted. Oh, by the way, before he was trying to steal the chicken breast, he was at another grocery store trying to steal meat the same way, right? Wow. So they easily discovered that it was this guy because he had a pretty bad disguise. His disguise was an orange shopping bag on his head, like a plastic shopping bag. What? It was an orange plastic shopping bag on his head. He he had cut a slit in it so he could see out of it, but that was his disguise. Oh, my gosh. He's lucky he didn't suffocate. Well, no, because he had the slit in there. But still, you can. Well, yeah. I mean, but come on. I mean, it's... <laughs> Yeah, that's just. He's not I'm very like, bright. I'm dumbfounded by his stupidity. It should be. I mean, it was, well, it's just like. I don't know, dude. I mean, maybe he thought everybody else uses the ski mask. Okay, mm. maybe he thought the pantyhose. Remember the pantyhose? Oh yeah. Robbers never do that anymore. Creepy. No. Nope. No, but re- you you're old yes. enough to remember. Like in the 70s, 80s, every time there's a crime show, these guys are putting on pantyhose over their uh-huh. faces to disguise themselves. It smears their face. Exactly. Up and exactly. The that's, illusion of their face. Or like a clown mask. There's been a couple of those lately yeah. in the or news. Presidents. Presidents. Exactly. What was movie was movie. that? Was Point Break? Right. Point Break. Exactly. Yeah. That yeah. Was a good one. I mean, but this guy probably figured, hey. Everyone's going to think, you know, that I'm a robber wearing one of those. If I wear a plastic bag, a shopping bag. It's probably orange because of Halloween, by the way. He's a criminal on a budget. Circus peanuts. Mm. It's what brings people together today. No, it doesn't. No. no. Circus peanuts is the new number one worst thing to pass out for Halloween. 
I concur. Yes. Where I don't even know where you'd buy those. Why would you buy those? I don't know. They sh- you shouldn't. No. I can see that person. Oh, I can't find the circus peanuts that I pass out every year for Halloween. I bet you the Dollar General has them. I can eat that store. <laughs> bet you they don't get over. very many kids to their house. Probably not. It's a house yeah. you egg. My mom has the best Halloween candy. She always gives gives out the full size candy bars. Yeah. Always. Where's she, this at? I'm coming over there. <laughs> Out on the west side. I'm going to dress up as an adult and come over there. <laughs> no, but but these circus peanuts, when you first mentioned it earlier in the morning, I thought you were talking about actual peanuts, like you would get at the county fair. That's what but I no. thought they were until you looked them up. Yeah, I looked them up, and they're the nastiest thing. I, I remember as a child being like, oh, this looks yummy, and you bite into it, and it's gross. Those are the orange things, right? It's like they took a marshmallow, and were like, how can we screw this up? Yeah. You know, let's shape it like a peanut and make it taste nasty. When you squish a marshmallow together, it has that kind of texture. Like, yeah. it's, it's not well, fluffy marshmallow. It's yeah. hard it's marshmallow. Just, it's just not good it's all not the good way around. It. it says here, exactly. circus peanuts are an American peanut-shaped marshmallow candy. They date back to the 19th century when they were one of the large variety unwrapped penny candy sold in such retail outlets as five and dime stores. Weird. Wow, get out of my way, kids. Better get yourself some of that penny candy. Move over, candy corn, the circus peanuts in town. That's right. Get a handful of circus peanuts and let's watch a movie. What if all you got for Halloween was circus peanuts and candy corn? I'd be like, I give up. I'd never like Halloween again. Me either. What's weird is number three on the list is peanut butter kisses. Peanut butter and chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. That is so strange to me. But peanut butter kisses? Yeah. I don't know as if I've ever had those. Me either. Like Maybe that's why they made number three. With peanut butter in them? Mm-hmm. That sounds like heaven. Number yeah. five on here, wax Coke bottles. Can you still buy those? Yes. What? Wow, are those safe to eat? I mean, I probably not. <laughs> what is that? I've never even heard of some of this Smarties stuff. are on here. Mary Jane's. Oh, come on, Wood. Mary yeah. Jane. <laughs> hey, hold on. I don't know if that stuff passed yet. <laughs> Isn't that why you're supposed to check your kid's Halloween candy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this one looks like it's a little Mary Jane. I better take this one for myself. <laughs> Maybe if you eat the Mary Jane candy first, the circus peanuts won't taste so bad. Ooh. It's time for Stupid Headlines. Yes, we have one of those. Yes, yeah. we do. I, I like everywhere you go, Scotty McCreary and his wife had a baby, and here's what the name is. Seriously? Cool. Yeah. Who cares? How Congrats. many other people have had babies? Yeah. I mean, it's like, I care. I care. I hope their baby is healthy. I hope the mom is healthy. I hope everything goes well. Good to go. Yeah. Let's go. Where's your other son? Let's go. Hey, he's, he's got a son, and they named it two first names. Two Ooh, first names? Yeah, and everybody's like, ooh, what's why's it got two first names? What's the two first names? Michael Jordan? <laughs> Merrick Avery. Who cares? Merrick that's Avery. That's a pretty cool name. Yeah, yeah, it is. And who gives, that's not two everybody's first like, names. Everybody's like, why's it got two like first names? like a middle name. Yeah. yeah. Avery's a good middle name. Sure. If they would have named it Iguelar Downtown Julie Brown Mercury, I could see that being a headline. But Merrick Avery? Downtown Julie Brown? That's your middle name? <laughs> downtown Julie Brown. They call me DTJB. You know? That's your, no, I just need your middle name. Yeah, Downtown Julie Brown. Or you could just put DTJB. See, now that's an entertaining headline. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I you would should read name that. your baby that, and it'll become famous in the headlines. Yeah, that's what I'll do. I'll jump right on that. Oh, look at a little Iguelar Downtown Julie Brown Jones. <laughs> Stick with it. Stupid headline. Here we are. We are in Studio 4B. Amy Rose, Brandon Jones, Summer Stones, and 
Rowan Grace. <laughs> Hi. What's up, girlfriend? What's up? Man, you and I are just like almost the same person. Like I am a glowing, beautiful I am nothing. You're oh. way, it's way better looking than all of us, but it's well, great thanks. to have you in here. Thank you. It's good to be here. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. And so you've made it through two rounds on The Voice? Correct. That is so awesome. Yeah. So you, you went through the battle rounds, and next is the next knockouts. Next is the knockouts. Yeah, I'm very excited. And you're on Team Gwen. How team hot is Gwen. she? She's gorgeous. Yeah. She's literally gorgeous. Like, yeah. just how she looks perfect on TV looks perfect in real life. Dang. So yeah. what, what's it like behind the scenes? Like, with Gwen? Like, what's Gwen like? Everyone. She's, everyone is super kind. Like, everyone's, I mean, you kind of, you never know with, like, the music industry and just that kind of business and TV yeah. and that stuff but everybody's been super nice super supportive Gwen especially has been like the kindest person ever like I keep saying like she could literally say something like critique me or say something even mean but I would think that she's complimenting me because she says it in the nicest way like she's the (laughs) sweetest human being ever and she's also like really dedicated which is really important because sometimes you never know how much the coaches work with their team members you know but she's really dedicated to every single person on her team which is really cool that's huge because yeah you're right you never know are the judges there for them or are they there for the actual competition and the contestants and stuff Mm -hmm. like that that's Mm -hmm. cool what about know. all the other judges? Do you get to spend time with them? Uh, not as much time, obviously not as much like one-on-one time, but they are super kind, super great too. I was like shocked when I was hearing them like compliment my voice. Like that was the most insane thing that's ever happened to me. We weren't. John, <laughs> John Legend <laughs> said my voice, uh, what I was doing was not normal. And I was like, are you kidding me? You're John yeah. Legend and <laughs> you're saying that to me. That's I insane. I cried. Oh, me too. Oh, me too. So many tears. So yeah. many tears. I saw, I saw dad crying too. <laughs> oh yeah. Stage. They got, they caught him on camera crying. Yeah. Well, because, I mean, what a lot of people probably, uh, a lot of people do know about you is like, this This isn't like something you were like a month ago, you're like, heck, <laughs> let's give this a shot. You right. know what I mean? This is something you guys as a family have been working at for a long time. Long time. A lot of blood, sweat, and tears, and yeah. a lot of practicing, and a lot of it to become who you are. Yeah. Not just Rowan Grace. That It's cool to see it come to fruition like that. And even as me as a fan and somebody mm-hmm. I've seen you in karaoke contests, I've seen yeah. you singing, you know, those kinds of things to see something to come to that height and you're like yes this is it mm-hmm. let's it's super go cool. it's super cool because yeah i've been working at this since uh i mean like seriously since i was like nine years old yeah and i'm 17 now yeah. so that's a long time yep. um i've been working my butt off for sure so it's, it's really nice to kind of see everyone's reaction uh it's very fulfilling to me because obviously I know how hard I've worked for all of this yeah. and it's just really nice to see everyone's reaction and everyone being super supportive towards me. It's super great. How does it feel to be getting to celebrity status? It's so you're, wild. Like you're going to high school <laughs> and then all of a sudden you're on The Voice and everybody knows Rowan Grace now. It's very crazy. Like sometimes I'll be walking in school and like I don't know who knows what or if they know or if they're the type of people to come up and say something. But like yeah. in my Spanish class, a girl asked me to sign her arm. Oh, <laughs> I was like, so I was like, are you sure you want me to sign your arm? You're sure? And she's like, yes, please. And I was like, okay, sure. And like I'm just sometimes I'm walking in the halls and a bunch of like a bunch of freshmen were like, Rowan, that's Rowan, that's Rowan. I was like, 
hi, that's me, I'm Rowan. <laughs> but yeah. it's so crazy. And that's it's not sick. just here, it's all over the country. Everybody yeah. knows Rowan Grace. Yeah. You know how East and West River kind of have a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And when other radio stations or other people, I'm like, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Get on your side of the river, all right? <laughs> like, hello. No, I'm just kidding. No, it's all the same. I'm just playing. But no, that's awesome. But in yeah. all honesty, man, you're making us so proud. Like, yeah. it's so neat to see somebody from Rapid City on a national TV show like this. Thank you so much. And yeah, it's so amazing. You are definitely not letting anyone down. You're doing so awesome, and we can't wait to see where you take this. Thank you so much. Thanks for spending some time with us. I appreciate it. Yes, of course. Are you going to come back again? Heck yeah. Okay. For sure. Sweet. <laughs> oh, and we always say, love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Rowan Grace loves us. <laughs> is it pumpkin spice time? Yes, it is pumpkin spice Friday. And we're not looking forward to this one, are we, no. boys and girls? No. It is pumpkin spice macaroni and cheese. I'm looking forward to it. I'm trying to find my pumpkin spice outlet. So smell it first. Not so good. Or don't. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't smell bad. It's just... I don't know. I think it smells bad. It's a weird mix. It smells like uh, spaghetti noodles and Did you have a hair in your spice. mouth, Amy? <laughs> I did. I'm hoping it wasn't a beard hair. No, it, it got was. in my coffee. It was. Uh, <clears throat> the, yeah. the color. A little orangey. A little more orange than normal mac and cheese, yeah. yeah. It's weird because it kind of tries to have a pumpkin, more of a spice again. Yeah. And, uh, you know, which begs the question. Why is it pumpkin spice? Everything's spice. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Why can't it just be pumpkin? Yeah. Because the spice takes over. It I'm not really getting a does. lot of pumpkin in some of this stuff. Yeah. But it's like you get the spice or the, you know, whatever. So Kraft, pumpkin spice, mac oh. and cheese. He's going in. Okay. Meh. Meh. <coughs> Meh. It's okay. Not good. Needs a little salt and pepper. It needs... Ugh. <laughs> Less pumpkin spice. Oh, you know what go good with this? What? The trash can. Chopped up weenie. Yeah, the trash can. What? <laughs> 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 Chopped up what? Chopped up weenie. That's disgusting. You mean tell me when you make mac and cheese for your kid, you don't put weenie in it? Absolutely not. Why not? I don't know. It's that's too a bo- much sodium. That's a box elder delicacy. Yeah, that's it called, is. Put a little weenie in your mac and cheese, that's dinner. Hmm. Yep. I've seen it. I've seen it before. We like mm. it. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, scale of one to ten, Brandon. What do you give it? Oh, if I'm comparing it to the other crap we've ate, this I give this about a six. A six. Seven. It's what much a, better. Summer. It's a three. A three. Um, mm. I'm gonna give it a a three as well. Yeah, not sure it's not I'd... terrible. I wouldn't eat it again. No. And I'm not gonna go buy it for myself. Holy sodium. But uh, I mean, it's macaroni and cheese. I know. That's like one of my. Like my uh, go-to naughty meals, like comfort food. Yeah, yeah. So this yeah. ruined it. I always forget how much <laughs> I like mac and cheese alone. Mm-hmm. This pumpkin, this is like spiced up. It's like somebody put a weird seasoning in it. You know what I mean? Like it's texture. Everything's mac and cheese in your mind, but it's like, what'd you put in this? You know, like you're trying to quit trying to church it up. Yeah, just leave you know? it alone. I think the pumpkin made it slimy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, Gen Z versus Boomer, or should we say Boomer versus Gen Z? Mm. Again. <laughs> Anyways. Can we can we call this feature Boomer asterisk versus Gen Z? Because I'm not really a Boomer. Uh, everybody knows that you try to say that all the time. I'm not, though. I'm right on the cusp of it, so I'm not really a Boomer. I'm right, I'm right on the cusp. I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. I'm wow. right on the cusp. <laughs> 
Okay. Like no teeth. So D-Ray is sports history. Yeah, we'll and do then, sports history. And then Scout is just Gen Z topics. Some nice terms for you. <sighs> English class. Who's going to go first? Rock, English paper, class. scissors? English or? in quotations because it's not really English. Okay. okay oh let's rock, rock, paper, scissors. Okay, see who goes go. first. Okay, ready? Again. <laughs> Again. You would have the advantage. It's on shoot. It's not on three. It is on three. Anyway. You're so old. I can't believe it. <laughs> we invented rock, paper, scissors. All right. They're a little messy. So well, let's begin. Have changed. Go ahead. Go ahead. You, you go ahead. Uh, ladies first. Go ahead. Okay. Here we go. I yeah. got one. A good one. I think you'll know what this means, actually. Simp. Simple. It's like a simple person. No. It's a simp. No. That's what it was in the 80s. You guys a simp. No one cares what it was in the 80s, D-Ray. Uh, yeah, it, they probably do, but go ahead. Go no. ahead. Hit me. Go ahead. Now, it's I simp for someone, so like I really like them. I have feelings for them. That's oh what simping gosh. means. That makes no sense whatsoever. Yes, it does. Zero. Why? What's it based on? Simping. It's just you're doing it. You're, oh, you're just doing it. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're up. I corn you. What? What does that mean? I corn you. That means I, 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 I like you like I like corn. <laughs> Corn. That's it's a corn. good one. It's corn. Exactly. I corn you. I'm going to tell everyone about that. You're going to tell everyone about Cornyn? I'm going to tell all the Gen Zers about that one. About Cornyn? Like okay. It. Sorry. Sports history. Only undefeated NFL football team um, ever in its history. It happened in 1972. I'm just trying to think of the first football team that comes to my head. Um, Giants. <laughs> Dolphins. What? The yeah. Dolphins have lost. I the, bet. In 1972, they were the only undefeated team. Oh, there was a time period? I, 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 <laughs> wow. Is there a Gen Z term for listening? <laughs> Whatever. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> Whatever. I'm just not good at it. <laughs> okay, we need a, a little break. We're going to come back with more. Us. Okay, round two. Gen Z versus Boomer. D-Ray versus Scout. Versus. Ver- anyway, go ahead. You're up. Cusp. I thought you were going to say cusp. That's why, okay. I have one. Okay. Okay, this is a good one, actually. Pog. Pog? Pog, yeah. Pog. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, let's turn this into a spelling. Can you uh, part of speech? Man, that party was really Pog. <laughs> Terrible. Sucked. Good. It's actually good. It's a very rational, intellectual way of saying that it conveys excitement. Well, you gambled and you lost. I know. It was That's 50-50, yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I could have coined that. Yeah, that party you, was really poggers. I could have coined it, you know? No. You know what coined is? No. It's not really even a term, but it's flip a coin. I could have coined that. I could have flipped a coin and gotten the right answer. That's a on that. good one. I know. I'm coming up with all these great terms. She's That's taking really notes. That's really good. <laughs> I'm going to write that down. Great. great. The, you know what's going to come out of this bit? D-Ray Knight, Gen Z guru. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, sports history. Uh, Who, before Aaron Judge, had the American League record for home runs at 62? What the? I don't even know who those people are. Oh, no. Can you use him in a sentence? (laughs) (laughs) Use it in a sentence. No, you really can't without giving it away because it's like a history question. Can't really. It's not like a term that you can use in a sentence. Oh, my God. I forgot the question. I'm just going to have to say, like, blue. I forgot the question completely. Okay. Who before Aaron Judge? Aaron Judge set the record this year for the New York Yankees. It was another New York Yankee. But before that, the American League record for home runs was 62. Who had that? Oh, a team. No, an individual. 
owned Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Not even the that right is, sport. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. No, it's a guy named Roger Maris. I would have never gone that. You you ask me questions that I don't even have a chance of getting. I ask you easy questions. That's, that's the beauty of this bit. Brandon, did you uh, know the answer to that? Of course he did. Oh, yeah, he did. Okay. There's so, that movie about it, right? About Maris? No. Yeah, sixty-three or whatever. Something maybe it was. It was. It was in the sixties when Maris said it. Yeah, he's not in the Hall of Fame though. Isn't that right? That Maris isn't in the Hall of Fame or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so oh, sorry, Scout, you're here. Yeah. We're gonna play a prank call that Brandon did a couple years ago Mm -hmm. to Tanner Johns at Mm -hmm. Haggerty's. Yep. (laughs) I'm gonna see if Phil McCracking can get a triangle. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I'm dialing him up. Here we go. Do it. Take a deep breath. Hey, all right. Yeah, let me get my... Maybe I'll go as Phil today. Uh, Phil sounds like a good uh, name. Haggerty's Music. Uh, yeah. My name is Phil, and uh, I was calling to see if... Well, see, what's going on is I got to try out for a band. Uh, they travel okay. around playing music, and... I wanted to see if you guys had any uh, triangles and different keys that could match up, uh, you know, with uh, like a classic country rock and roll. Uh, like a tri- like a um, just uh, your standard triangle, like miscellaneous percussion triangle? Yeah, like a triangle. I guess a lot of their songs are in the keys of A, uh, E, uh, G. And uh, I see, I put out a Christmas album a while back called uh, Christmas in the Triangle, and uh, I guess they heard it and liked it and just wanted me to join up with them. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we don't have any uh, triangles right now, but we could order order you a triangle in whatever key you want. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's, uh, that's good to know. I could come down there and uh, just kind of pick up, like, different colors, maybe, uh, different sizes and whatever. Yeah, uh, I just we just have to order it in for you. I don't know if they make, um, if any of our retailers can get, like, different colored metal for the triangles, but... Uh, I'd be into a custom one, you know, and uh, and then maybe, I guess I got to also hit a little bit on that cowbell. Do you guys get any cowbells in stock? <laughs> we got all kinds of cowbells. That's good. I, I got a trap for this band. I don't know. I've never really heard of them. Uh, it's the Brandon Jones band. Guy's a, a big jerk, but uh, anyways, he wants a little more triangle and some cowbell in there. Well, you you know, you need more triangle uh, in, yeah. a, in every band. You need just a, a designated triangle player. So. He said something about some solos. I mean, I think I'm going to arm when I rip into a nice triangle solo and you know, everybody's in a standing ovation for my triangle, so they probably don't know what to do. <laughs> well, we could, uh, I mean, we could for sure get you that custom triangle. That's good. You know, I'm kind of nervous. What kind of uh, color do you want? I'm kind of, well, I was hoping to go with like a black, maybe a pearl trim, get my name put on it, a little, <laughs> little Phil triangle. Black with pearl trim? I think we could probably do that. Oh, yeah. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> What's up, buddy? This is Brandon and Amy. I, you know, I figured that was probably you, so okay, I'm doing all right, man. How are you doing? <laughs> good, good. So no triangles in stock. Dang it. No black and pearl trim triangles. <laughs> N- no, unfortunately not, but I got one on order for you. So oh, good, good. It'll yeah. only be about 500 bucks, I think. Oh, okay, so yeah. I saved yeah. you a little bit here and there. So Put it on my tab, Tanner. <laughs> Put it on your tab. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, too funny, man. Well, thank you. Thanks for kicking butt over there at Haggerty's.
Oh man, it was good to good to hear good to hear from you, man. <laughs> yeah, it's good and to hear from uh, you, buddy. it was good to see Amy the other day too. I yeah. hope those headphones are working out for her. Yeah, but it helped me a ton because she can actually hear now. Oh, <laughs> cool. <laughs> so, that could be good and bad for her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. No. Well, thanks a lot, man. Later, dude. Love you. <laughs> Love you. Bye. It's time to let the cat out. Here's your weekly recap of all your Hollywood idiots. The cat is out of the bag. Martha Stewart says she would date Pete Davidson. So, yeah, she's been huffing too much craft glue. <laughs> A new study puts Michael Myers at the top of the list of scariest horror villains of all time. Uh, have you not seen all the work I've been doing? Replied Vladimir Putin. President Biden's wife says she doesn't want him to walk away from the job he's doing, mainly because she's worried he'll trip. <laughs> Totes. Kim Kardashian celebrated her birthday with In-N-Out. You know, In-N-Out the restaurant. Not what she recorded with Ray J on the video that one time. <laughs> they still have to see that. Serena Williams says she's not retired and may return to tennis. Uh, I didn't even know she was dating Giselle Bunchkin. I didn't know that either. Mackenzie Scott, the ex-wife of Jeff Bezos, gave $84 million to the Girl Scouts for a box of Thin Mints. Inflation's that bad, people. Truly is. I feel that. And finally, President Biden went for a ride with Jay Leno on an episode of Jay Leno's Garage. <laughs> there was that one awkward moment, though, when Jay showed Biden the car they were taking, and he said, "Where do you hook up the horse?" <laughs> and that is the cat is out of the bag. In Studio 4B, it's Doctor BJ. It sure is. Hey, so- babies. You smell kind of fishy. Today. Well, you know what it is. I like the fact that there's a lot more women in here, right, Brandon? <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, they're all coworkers. It's it's weird. No, baby, they're all love makers. How's it going? <laughs> I used to be the only female here. Now you guys yeah, are outnumbered. This is so much better. <laughs> I love it. I'm here to give some love advice. <laughs> Go ahead and pay attention, ladies, as I lay out my love. Are you ready? If he mentions sandwiches, we're all gonna smack the crap out of him. Dude, I'm just like, whoa. I mean, I'm glad there's another man in here with me, but at the same token, I wouldn't mind an actual man. I'm a man, trust me. I am all man. Let's just get this over with. All right, let's fire it up. I just want more. More of what? Never mind. What's the matter? Nothing. I don't know what she wants. I wish he would just figure it out. Hello, I'm Dr. BJ, and I'm here to give you some love advice. So plan ahead, fellas. That's right, it's that time of year that I'm going to take some time to remind you now is a good time to start shopping for your wife or your significant other for the holidays. Again, you're shopping in quotations for your wife, but you're actually buying things for you. You're hunting, you're ice fishing, your vehicles, whatever you want. It doesn't matter. You're telling her, hey, don't look at the credit card statements because you're shopping for her in quotations. <laughs> also, babe, don't look in the gun safe where I hide your gifts. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you need to just change that combination. Uh, now, you do need to really shop for your wife, though. What I like to do is I call it the 2080 scale. Yeah, $20 spent on her, $80 on you. <laughs> or 20% of your purchase is fine and 80% on you. <laughs> but tell her that $100 you spent was for her gift. <laughs> That's the 2080, and I am Dr. BJ. Now, who's making me a sandwich, All right, baby? Guys, let's go. Let's go, Chase. Get out of here. I like violence. Oh, get out. 
It's time for our Tuesday Teacher Spotlight. And today's a special one. It's local, guys. Oh, I love that. We have been begging and begging for this. Thank you so much. The one next week is also local. Let's go. Yeah, we're on a roll here. Uh, This one's coming from Mrs. Wood from Rapid Valley Elementary. She said the other day... We had Mrs. Sparkly in kindergarten. She raised her hand and volunteered for a last-minute kindergarten position, which is basically unheard of, and she was greeted with a morning of meltdowns and an Alice drill. What's the Alice drill again? An Alice drill. Will you explain it, Summer? It's an active shooter drill. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's, Mm -hmm. It's a pretty big deal, and it can be scary. That was huge and stressful, she says. And that's something that substitute teachers are not trained for, but she handled it very, very well. She said she handled it like a champ. She rolled with the sometimes literal punches. Substitutes do not make even close to enough money for what they put up with in a day. And Mrs. Sparkly definitely earned her money that day. Wow. Yeah. Well, that's just crazy to think about it because as a substitute, you know, you go into it thinking, oh, there's a lesson plan. Stuff's already laid out. It's going to be kind of easy, a cakewalk. I'm just the sub, nothing too crazy. And then you show up and this is, you know, you got to do with the Alice drill and you got, ah, all that. That's pretty wild. Definitely more than you bargained for. Yeah. I love hearing about local teachers, though. That's super cool. Thank you, Mrs. Wood. Yeah, very heartwarming. If you have a Tuesday teacher spotlight, send it our way. Amy at theroadhouseam.com. It's a feel-good moment. A kid in Illinois who'd spent his whole life in the hospital finally got to go home. His name, Francesco Bruno, and he'll turn three in just a few months. He has a rare condition called skeletal dysplasia, and it affects his ribs and keeps his lungs from developing. But he's in a spot now where he doesn't need constant medical care anymore. All his nurses and doctors showed up to see him off. Here's Maggie Sladek. She's an occupational therapist at La Rabida Children's Hospital, talking about how it is bittersweet to see Francesco leave. He's two years and 10 months, and he's been in a hospital since he's been born. I think as a team, you know, we've poured so much love and um, effort into Francesco and his development, and this is the goal for all of our kids, but it's always bittersweet to have them leave and move on to their next adventure. It is interesting to see how bittersweet it can be. The family is excited to have him home. The hospital have fallen in love with him as well, so they're sad to see him go. I think sometimes we're just meant to go on these journeys to bring people into our lives. That hospital will always be a part of Francesco's story, because without it, he may not have one. And that's a feel-good moment. Bounced from the Roadhouse is hosted by Amy Rose and Brandon Jones, produced by Mark Houston, engineered by Chris Jacquez, audio and video mastered by Russ Haddon, If you liked what you heard, please rate it five stars and leave a comment.